Snuggle up and let me read you a little something. Say goodbye to it and settle right in For hugs, snuggles, stories and more And so many sweet things in store Welcome to Afternoons with Mimi Well, hello, my heart. Isn't this a change? I get to spend all day with you, not just after school. Hmm, what's that smell? I smell your coffee and something else, like a a kind of pizza dough, I guess. Close. It's my challah dough. Since you're spending the day with me while Ima and Baba take your baby brother to his appointment... I thought we could bake some challah together. Ooh, I've never gotten to bake real challah before. I thought you made it at Tat Shabbat. When I was little? No, that was Play-Doh. And at home, I know Baba likes to buy it from the bakery. Yes, Mr. Santiago has been making challah since Baba's parents first came to America. That's a long time. Probably like 40 years or something. (laughs) It was a little longer than that. Well, we've got to get you started on challah baking, then. Come on over here and wash your hands. And give them a quick dry. And now, climb right up here. Okay, and now what do I do? Stick out your hands. Hey! (laughs) You'll need a little flour in your hands so they don't stick to the dough. We're going to punch down the dough like this. And then we will cut it into even pieces. Do you want to try? Is that good? Perfect. Now we'll take each of these little clumps of dough and roll it out into a long... Snake! I remember! Just like our Play-Doh. And then we start the braid. (laughs) Exactly. Mimi? Yes? Why do we always eat challah on Fridays? You always have the best questions. Why do you think we eat challah? Because it... Tastes good? You're actually onto something there. Oh, good job. Now pull this strand over here. And one more to the right. Perfect. So, on to why we eat challah. You remember the story of Exodus? When the Jewish people left Egypt and were in the desert? Yes. After the Israelites were freed from slavery and were wandering in the desert, they ate the manna that fell from heaven, which they collected daily. On Friday, a double portion of manna fell, allowing everyone to rest on Shabbat. Manna? Think of it like the most delicious food you've ever tasted. It's very special. Like a treat? Sort of. In the story, the Israelites are hungry and wandering in the desert, and God gives them manna from heaven to eat. But you're only supposed to take one portion. Except on Friday, for Shabbat? Yep. And so challah tastes like this mana stuff? Well, challah is sweet and special, and many families make two loaves as a beautiful reminder of the special double delivery of mana. Okay, I get it. Oh, how does this look? A wonderful first challah. I messed it up right here. It's a little wonky. 
<laughs> That's fine. It will still be delicious, and we'll just have to keep baking challah together. Mimi, I have another question. Why do we braid the challah? Is it to make it look fancy? Sure. The braids sure look pretty. But that's not the only reason why. Some people say the braids look like intertwining arms, a reminder of a warm, loving hug, or that the strands of a braid represent truth, peace, and justice. Some bakers, like Mr. Santiago, who you mentioned, braid their loaves to have twelve bumps, symbolizing the twelve tribes of Israel. And another explanation may be that the braids represent the diverse backgrounds and beliefs that come together to form the Jewish people and humanity. And the braids do make the challah look super fancy and special. For a special day of the week. And I just thought of another reason. Tante Judith used to say that a braid represents unity. After all, a tight braid is difficult to break. And sometimes we make other shapes, right? Yes, though still braided. We braid a round challah for... Rosh Hashanah! <laughs> yep. And you've seen Mr. Santiago make other special shapes, too. Oh, yeah. Like one time he made a key. Yes, for the Shabbat after Passover. Now, let's pop these into the oven. And what do you say we do an art project? Well, my heart, we have had one productive day. Do you mean we did a lot of things? Because we did a lot of things. We baked our challah, made a painting with leaves from the yard, fed Sal the cat, walked to the little free library to pick a new story, visited Mr. Lieberman at home, had lunch with your friend Babs, and what else? There were like two other things. Hopscotch and rest time. Oh yeah, I took a long rest. Now we set the table. Here are the forks and the cup for the grape juice. Wonderful helping. Now what are we missing? The kibbe. Yes, we'll leave that in the oven a little longer. And what else? The challah. And the cover. Mimi? Yes? Why do we cover the challah? Every grown-up I ask has a different answer. Oh, what have you heard so far? Maura Ari says, it's tradition. Baba says it's so the bread won't be embarrassed. But can bread even be embarrassed? Well, that's just an expression. But we can think of it like this. Blessings have a set order. And according to the Torah, wheat comes after grapes. So we cover the challah to be respectful, so it won't be ashamed to come after the Shabbat blessing of the wine. Does your Ima say anything about covering the bread? Ima just laughs and tickles me and says, To keep little hands from stealing bites. <laughs> Squeeze on over here and let me tell you a little something. <laughs> a very, very, very long time ago, the rabbis would eat Shabbat dinner on very small tables. Our kitchen table is big enough that we can have our challah and wine and all of our food on it at the same time. But back then, some people say they could only fit one or two items at a time. So the food was covered, so everyone would remember not to eat it until after the blessing was said. The Kiddush? Yes, exactly. It's a special blessing that reminds us that beginning Shabbat is a special time, a holy time. We learned that one at school. You did? Now, back in those old days, the rabbis would cover the challah and the rest of their food to remind themselves that the meal could not start until Shabbat was welcomed in with Kiddush. As your Uncle Johnny used to say, no eating until we've said all the blessings. So they would only be able to have things on their little table one at a time. But they had to bless the grape juice first. 
The bread got covered so no one would eat it by accident. Yes, that's one reason, a historical one. But as you pointed out, there are lots of wonderful traditions and explanations that people share with each other year after year. It's them! It's them! <laughs> I'll set these last few things on the table. You go open the door for your family and our guests. Shabbat Shalom, everybody! To learn more about Shabbat traditions and customs and find some easy challah recipes and printable blessing cards, visit pjlibrary.org backslash Shabbat. That's pjlibrary.org slash Shabbat.